Hello, everyone. Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world today. Um, my name is Emily. I'm one of the English tutors and streamers here at Chatterbug. So today I was going to look up um, a bit of an interesting topic that I don't know much about. And so I've gone and done some research. I'll share it with you today. It might be that you are already familiar with this topic. Um, and so this is a chance for you to also, also share with the group. Okay, so good morning where I am as well. Right now, I'm currently streaming to you from Colombia. Let me know in the chat where you are from. And um, let's get started then on this topic about the metaverse. So maybe, maybe you've heard about it before. Um, I've been seeing it mentioned a lot more in the news uh, recently. Um, maybe this is the first time you've heard that word before. Um, or maybe it's related to your job. So I guess this is definitely a growing area of technology. So it might not be unrelated to many jobs yet, but I guess that it will be a growing area. So let me know, have you heard of it before? I'm trying to think of when I started to see this um, mentioned in articles and things, I guess probably in the last like six months or so, six to 12 months, but definitely it's very much a new concept. Okay. So lots of people saying this is the first time. Okay, cool. So as I said, I'm not an expert on this. I've just gone and looked up some information to share because I was kind of curious about what it's all about, because um, it seems that it's gonna be an area of technology that's going to grow and grow definitely over the next five to 10 years. Awesome. Okay, so lots of us first time, so I'll bring you along in our stream and you can learn a little bit about the metaverse. Um, I'm outside at the moment, hopefully the sound is okay. Uh, hopefully with this, it should be clear. All right, let's get going then. Lots of people that haven't heard of this before. Okay, so this idea of the metaverse, it is a shared 3D virtual space on the internet and you'll use avatars, like the little people in the image controlled by real people. Um, you could even do day-to-day -day activities like working, socializing or having fun with each other in this virtual space and it's very much still in its infancy which means that it's just starting so like an infant is a human way, uh, way to describe a human child so this concept is in its infancy um let's see here so of course maybe you remember that facebook's parent company had been rebranded to be called meta um it doesn't mean that they own this concept at all. It just meant that they want to kind of align themselves with this, um, this new technology. And so they released Horizon Worlds in December 2021. So yeah, just about nine months ago. That's shown in the image here. Um, and yeah, so that's an example of one of these virtual worlds that people can join. Um, the idea is that when you're in this world, you'll have the immersion of sight, 
of course, um, maybe 360 degree view if you're using one of those um, one of those headsets. Um, sound, of course, and even could be touch if you're wearing some kind of uh, gloves or something that, that gives you the feeling of what could be in front of you. So pretty crazy technology. Um, I think it's not just Facebook's parent company Meta that's doing this. I think Microsoft uh, is also leading in this as well as Tencent. So there are others who are creating these spaces. Okay, perfect. And who else do we have here then? We have Diana, Giorgio, Kayo, Emnick, Mimi, Mamin, and Miguel. Hello to you all. And yeah, throughout the chat, if you have something to add, please go ahead and add it into the chat box and share your thoughts. So another way that you could maybe call this metaverse is a virtual world. So the idea is that you're in a simulated version of the real world, which is inhabited by avatars. Um, and it's meant to be boundless, so kind of without limits, decentralized. So there's not one company that owns it, let's say, um, immersive in all of your senses, and it has its own economy. And so who owns it? So the best way that I saw this described when I was um, looking this up. So Mimin, sorry, asks, what is boundless? So boundless means without limits. So if you're bounded, it usually means that you're limited. So boundless means without limits. Um, okay, so back to this, who owns it? So the best description I saw was that it's going to be like the future of the internet. So no one owns it. It's decentralized on various servers and computers around the world. Um, and people will use their own tech and brands to interact with it. And so when Facebook called themselves their parent company, Meta, um, that was just aligning themselves with this future world, but they don't own the metaverse. Um, it's like the internet is the best way I saw it described. Um, cool, so someone's asking, where am I from? So I'm from Canada, so that will be the accent you hear. Um, also lived in the UK for a while and currently, uh, obviously, somewhere a bit more tropical. Um, I'm in Colombia at the moment. Okay, so who owns it? Yeah, I guess if they're saying it's the future of the internet, that should be something that's going to definitely change how we're all doing things quite a bit. I think the idea is that, you know, like social interactions, the way we have Instagram or Facebook now, those would be moved onto this metaverse. Okay, so one of the words I've mentioned a couple of times, maybe you've caught it, is this word avatar, which is just a way to say a digital character. Um, so this is just kind of an advancement of something that we already have. Um, in Web 2.0, um, which means kind of the old version of web. Um, this would be quite static, kind of flat images. Whereas now web 3.0, which is part of this metaverse, they're becoming, um, they're becoming 3D, more animated. Um, so you could think about some of these as like, uh, if you have an iPhone, you can create an avatar 
to send emojis. You can take a picture of what your face expression is there and send it as an avatar. So already this technology is starting to be used um, in our phones and computers. Okay. So here's some more vocabulary. There's all these different types of realities and it can get a bit confusing, especially if this is all new to you. Um, so three of the realities we talk about a lot for this area is um, virtual reality. So VR, maybe you've heard of it like a VR headset for instance, and this will give you the ability to have an immersive experience. I've tested one of these out at an architect firm and so you were able to put this on and go and see what a building would look like. Um, let's say if this real estate company was trying to sell apartments, they could say, let me show you the view, um, what it will look like 40th story, looking out over the river or whatever um, before the, uh, the building is even built. So that's what virtual reality can do. It can give you that immersive experience. Um, whether that's something for the future or you could go into the past maybe. And um, yeah, all different uses of this really. Augmented reality. So this is kind of like in the picture, if you remember the craze around the world of uh, Pokemon Go, people were going around and trying to find these Pokemon in real life. And so that's when you have um, kind of digitally generated images that you see in your phone, but it's on the real world. So other examples of this would be Snapchat lenses or Instagram filters. So they just kind of alter reality, but you still see um, the world in the background. And then the final one is extended reality. And this is more of an umbrella term or it covers the different areas um, to talk about these um, different worlds that merge between physical and virtual. So it's kind of the intersection of, of uh, virtual and augmented reality would be any sort of extended reality. Okay, and this question here, so do you pay money for Chatterbug? So um, there's different plans depending on what you wanna do. If you wanna do one-to-one -one lessons, you can go to the website and have a look. Um, those are 45 minute one-to-one -one lessons with a tutor. Um, so that's one option. Um, it's different from the app, if you can go have a look. Otherwise in the app, there are, uh, yeah, of course, lots of, lots of materials and videos. Okay, so let's keep going. One more vocab word. Let me know too if you've heard of these words. Um, I'm guessing that probably the English words are being used a lot, even in other languages when, um, when media is talking about these concepts. It seems like a lot of technology words tend to kind of stay in English, but I'm curious, for instance, this word blockchain, is that something that you would translate or would you just use the English word from what you've seen, um, maybe in news and things like that. And so what is this? So this is what's helping to create these, um, these virtual 
worlds. It's, the blockchain creates a shared record of information over a network of computers, so it's not kept in one place. And this means that you're able to kind of check data in multiple places, and no, no one computer or one person could change, um, could change the kind of trail of information. So this makes it virtually immune to hacking. It's the basis for cryptocurrencies um, and NFTs, which is the sale of images or songs, potentially um, non-fungible tokens. And so since, as I said, the metaverse is gonna have its own economy, you're gonna need to have a wallet and marketplace that's based on the blockchain. So that is a technology, I guess, within the last 10 years. Um, maybe someone in the chat knows more about it. That is definitely starting to change the way we do things. Um, it could even be used to really speed up the process of, let's say, buying a house and doing all the documentation rather than using lawyers. If it was all tracked on the blockchain, maybe we could would be able to... Uh, cut some people out of the of the steps. So let me know in the chat if you think of some other applications for blockchain in your industry or anything you've read about. And what are some other words do you know um, that are associated with this concept of the metaverse or online virtual worlds? Any other words you're familiar with? Maybe there's some gaming online virtual worlds you've heard about. There's a few of those around. Um, let's see, any other kind of just technology words that you wanna share and, or a few questions about what it means? Yeah, so games, exactly. Games are definitely associated with these online virtual worlds. It's even a way for people to earn tokens or money in some of the worlds is by playing games. Mm -hmm. A virtual environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so things like Microsoft Teams, if you're using at work, they might call it a virtual team environment. Artificial mind or from Val, yeah, so artificial intelligence is often what we'd call it. Um, glasses from Ola, yeah, so maybe you're thinking of like those Oculus glasses you can put on um, that alter reality. I think there's some augmented reality glasses you can put on so then you'll be able to see things, but in the real world. Um, Amistad, parallel universes and fiction, totally. Yeah, there's lots of... Um, fiction examples. I think this word, the metaverse, actually came from a book. I can't remember. I read I read it, but um, that kind of word and that concept came from a book originally, <laughs> and now crazy, crazy things happening in real world. Um, cryptocurrency, yes. Yeah, Second Life. Yeah, that's, that's one of those games, one of those examples of where people could are and they go and live in this virtual world. Bitcoins from Bodak, yeah. And Mameen says, not ready for such a new world. Yeah, this seems kind of crazy, I think. Um, and it's really quite recent that this, you know, there's there's been other virtual environments and virtual games going on for probably the last decade. But I guess the idea is that this new metaverse is going to take it much further. Um, 
So let's see, let's see. Um, but great, thank you for all your ideas for some other words. And so what do you think? I mean, as you said, you're not ready for such a new world. Maybe some of you um, are what we would call early adopters with technologies. You, you think um, it's gonna help save society or it's gonna be great for society. Or maybe you think that you know it's going too far. Uh, things like robots are gonna take too many jobs or it has a chance it could turn on us. <laughs> um, all sorts of things like have happened, we've seen in movies maybe. Um, and let me know in the chat why you think that. What comes to mind most when you're thinking I'm an optimist or a pessimist? Okay, so Diana says this reminds me of a film, Ready Player One. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. Um, I'll add it, I'll put it into one of my other. Um, oh yeah, I see, so it's on, it's on Apple TV, Google Play or HBO Max. All right, save that one for later. <laughs> okay, so most people are saying optimists. Okay, cool, but almost as many saying they are pessimists and I would like to know why. So why do you think that technology is overall good or bad? And talking about the metaverse in particular, um, which has only really started to get going very recently, uh, do you think it sounds like a dystopian future? So people working or meeting up with people in this, this uh, virtual world, or is it a happy virtual reality where, you know, maybe you don't have time to go visit your friend on the other side of the world, but you can go and spend some time in an interesting, interesting different way. Um, when I was reading a bit online about this idea of the metaverse, people who are positive or pro metaverse said that it's meant to be like a supplement and an enhancement to life. So it's not meant to replace, but of course uh, you can always have issues with addiction or um, yeah, anything like that where it starts to replace people's uh, normal lives. So the idea is that it's gonna enhance and be alongside. Perfect. Yeah, Amistad's giving us some examples of uh, cons, so negative things. So it's pretty split here. And I will go through some pros and cons in a bit. And then, but keep thinking if you have some other pros and cons, it'd be great to have you um, share your thoughts. So how do you access it? So from what I understand, and I think this is probably always changing, um, but you need to have a crypto wallet. So you need to have one of the providers where you can keep cryptocurrencies. And most of these metaverses or virtual worlds are operating on Ethereum. Um, if you want the full immersion, then you will have to buy like the goggles or in the picture, there's like the, the gloves that would allow you to maybe move things around. Um, and I guess that technology is gonna continue to get more advanced. Okay, and um, I think probably the best way to kind of follow what's going on with all of this is that we need, um, 
go find people who are enthusiastic about it on Twitter or Discord and follow them to see what the latest is. Because it's not really like widely spread yet. But if you're curious, then I would go follow some of them. And hello, Danny. It's been a while. <laughs> nice to see you here. Um, and Aram says, it looks like we'll be more addicted to the technology. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be um, one of the biggest challenges. And maybe there'll be some sort of, I don't know how they can control that. Um, but something maybe around education or trying to prevent young people using these too early. Um, but difficult to control for sure. Okay, and so I was looking up what some of the pros could be, so the positive side. <clears throat> and I wanna know which one you think is most important. So connecting the world and negating physical distance. So geographic barriers become irrelevant. It's a neutral space for people to meet and everyone can meet as somewhat equals. Um, and you can meet up with people that have similar interests and ideas from around the world. So kind of like the ability to have an online conference, but in a more rich way than just on, on Zoom or something. New business opportunities. So similar to social media, this created a new form of marketing. Um, rather than just viewing something on a screen, you could go and see it. Like I talked about, the um, architect had the ability to go and see what the apartment would look like you can even look under things and if you had the gloves maybe you could open things and really explore um, so that would be business opportunities one example of this um, there's a, a virtual concert that Travis Scott hosted on the gaming platform Fortnite and he made 20 million dollars just from a nine minute virtual concert pretty crazy um Let's see here. So most people so far are saying the third one, improvements to online learning and education. Of course, during the pandemic, a lot of people got used to this, this idea that you can study from anywhere. Um, and so people around the world can now share and study together. Um, imagine if you were studying history and you were able to go onto one of these online virtual worlds and go walk through the streets of ancient Rome, for example. So using this technology to get a really good understanding of history could be quite a cool use. The fourth one, financial gain, of course, and people will always try to find a way to make money from new technology. So that's why I think this is in the news a lot right now with companies looking to invest um, they're trying to get ahead of the curve if this is gonna be the new internet. Um, there could be ways that people make money such as like hosting concerts like Travis Scott did or having an art gallery, um, renting digital real estate <laughs> even. So if the space is somehow limited in certain parts of this metaverse, you can start to sell real estate even. Um, virtual, I guess, a <laughs> virtual estate. And finally, improvements. So I think, of course, people who enjoy gaming, if it was more realistic, that could be um, a positive and games can be then rewarded. 
Yeah. So Danny says, yeah, imagine chatterbug streams with like virtual reality or augmented reality. Maybe we could be sitting around a table and chatting instead. Um, or I could transport us to somewhere and we would go and have a look and point out English words or something. Could be pretty crazy way to um, improve online learning and education. Just gives more people opportunities. Not everyone has the opportunity to travel <clears throat> for their school, of course. Okay, so yeah, in the end, improvements to online learning and education is the most important one. Now for the cons. So a couple of people have been adding them. So Roxana mentioned, you know, distancing, distancing us from reality could be a negative. Aaron mentioned we could be more addicted. So there's there's many, but here's a five that I thought um, could be the most relevant. So the first one, cybercrime. So the problem is that um, these these kind of virtual worlds and metaverse are being developed by people outside of the government from what I understand. And so for the government to have enough tech people who understand this so that they can control things like fraud, money laundering, um, child exploitation, illegal goods and servicing trafficking, um, cyber attacks, all of these things um, means that the government needs to understand it um, and it's also built to be decentralized. So it's hard for the government to blame one company or one thing if it is decentralized, like the internet. So for example, the government can't blame one person or company if something goes wrong with the internet. It would have to be a company on a certain website. Um, so it'll be kind of similar to that, I guess. <clears throat> but... Yeah, but I think that's going to be a challenge for them. The next one, which I think has a lot of votes so far, is addiction problems. So um, I guess as this advances, you're not even going to need to leave your setup until so maybe if you're wearing one of those things and some gloves, you won't need to leave it except for um, physical needs, right? So kids and teens are probably at the most risk of becoming addicted. And so that maybe there needs to be some way to kind of limit usage for younger people. Um, the next con is that it's just going to be taken over by corporates. So, you know, even things like YouTube, um, when you're watching it, there's tons of advertisements or the video creators like have lots of um, sponsored content and things like that. So you're getting, you're just going to have it covered with sponsored content in this new place as well. <clears throat> lack of moderation. So um, this kind of ties into the one with the government having a lack of control. So, um, you know, how it has the potential to become quite a toxic environment if there's no one who says they are taking control for it. And finally, culture and societies, which I think ties into um, the point that, let me see, that Roxana made. Um, so bringing all these different cultures together into one means you're losing cultural diversity and you no longer might feel connected to your immediate society. Um, so there's the chance to lose traditions in that situation. 
Um, that was only five of each. So let me know if there's any others that you can think of. Um, it's definitely still a new topic. Um, so I think for me, I'll probably just follow some other people and see what's going on with it. I don't have any plans on going and joining anytime too soon. I'm quite busy in the real world. <laughs> um, let me know. Is it something that you're going to go and try to join and go check out? Okay, so Israel asks another synonym of con. So con can be a negative. So a pro is positive and con is a negative. Mm -hmm. Okay. So example from Lady of Spring here, the, the ability to trust something that's not real. Time management, yeah, so that ties into the addiction. It's probably going to be very expensive. Yeah, totally, Danny. So if you want to access it in the fully immersive way, you're going to have to have like these gloves and this and maybe some other machines to access it just like for the internet we need to have a, a phone or a computer to access it lack of concentration dealing with a boundless environment yeah excellent use of the word boundless there that was um shared earlier totally so you might just find yourself kind of lost in a spiral um it could highlight the separation among generations totally mm-hmm yeah, I think already, you know, younger people are more used to like messaging and sharing online compared to older generations. And so this will just be another step um, further. Privacy, mm -hmm. I think with any technology, we have some concerns about privacy. Too much time in the metaverse, no time in reality. Amistad says, yes, so maybe you kind of lose touch um, with reality or maybe someone who's spending 80% of their time there kind of starts to forget what's what's real. So there could be some yeah, mental health issues that develop. Totally. So I think for me in general, I'm kind of technology um, pro, I would say, or positive. But I think there's definitely going to be a lot of education and controls we need around this as it develops. But I don't know exactly what that means. Um, so I guess just follow along and see see how it develops. Um, cool. All right. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for joining. Um, and I hope you have a good rest of your day or evening, wherever you are. And I'll see you again soon. Okay. Bye.